welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. And this is the podcast for people that made a billion dollar business deal with Apple, but then when a movie is made that attempts to slander their name, they're portrayed by a guy whose biggest claim to fame was a movie called Holla 2. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and this is Dre Deserves Better, Jaren. <laughs> and this is TJ. And um well, Lifetime Yo. did it again. <laughs> Yo, let's 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 get let's get to it right let's get to it right off the rip. So, uh Jaren and I have a podcast deemed or named The Powercast. And this week we talked about law number 5 from The 48 Laws of Power, which is so much depends on reputation, guard it with your life. And there's been a lot of people who's been taking hits on their reputation. We have the Samsung Note uh 7 Yep. Which is a you know they they rushed their phone to market, and now their phone is known to spontaneously combust. So the Samsung, they're definitely taking a hit. The Samsung Note Seven will send you to heaven. <laughs> Straight up. And then we 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 talked a little bit uh, um, on this last powercast. We talked a little bit about Bill Cosby and the accusations uh, surrounding his date rape. So we talked about how his reputation took you know took a beating. And there's another don't, reputation don't, that's on the line right don't, now. Don't sleep in front of Bill Cosby. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't don't take a drink from Bill Cosby. Don't drink from his cup. And so there's another no, reputation that's on the line. You want to drink from his cup. You do? You want to drink from his cup. Don't like if he gives you <laughs> one. <laughs> right. Right. That's true. That's true. I was saying any cup that yo, I don't want nothing to drink around Bill Cosby at all. Just <laughs> let's just do it like that. I'm gonna be safe. Cause he might be pulling a mind game where the drug cup is his cup, and you like, yo, I'm on to you, Bill. I want show cup, and he's like, all right, unless, you got it. <laughs> unless you pick the soda machine, and you press the button for the soda that you want, and you opened it. That's the only bro, way that you could be safe. Bro, Bill Cosby. I'm not thirsty around Bill Cosby. My family is not thirsty around Bill Cosby, bro. That's it. That's just how we gonna do it, dog. We gonna swallow spit. When we in the presence of Bill Cosby, uh, just to just to be safe. I'm not saying he did anything, but I'm just going to make it safe. You know what I'm okay. saying? So there's another reputation that's on the line. And that reputation is Dr. Dre's reputation. So check check this out. Dr. Dre is pretty influential in hip hop. Right. Right. He uh, he had the world class wrecking crew. He was in the in the powerhouse of a group N.W.A. May have he heard was of a them. co-founder. Huh? So I may have heard of them. You may have heard of NWA. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, he was a co-founder of Death Row Records. Yep. All right. He was responsible for bringing Snoop Doggy Dogg into the game. And? He is the creator of Aftermath. I mean, Snoop Doggy Dogg is a multi-platinum selling artist who's been in the game for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Like 20? What? He came out like 1994? 94, yeah. So, what well, we talking like... Gee whiz, man, that's a long time. So twenty-two years. Yeah, that's a long. That's a long career. So he knows how to pick them. Uh, he created Aftermath Records. He brought arguably one of the top five rappers into the game in Eminem. People say he's a top rapper, man. He's one of the best ever to do it. He's one of the better uh, ones, definitely. He's up there. Yeah, yeah, definitely top ten, no question. Ever to pick up a microphone and spit lyrics uh, from a rap perspective. Uh, he was influent- He was influential in making 50 Cent and the game into multi-platinum selling artists. Right. He created Beats headphones. I mean, Beats headphones, bro. Every- everywhere you see those athletes and those other artists wearing Beats headphones, all those kids in the street that want those $300 headphones, those are doc- they- Dr. Dre put his <clears throat> stamp on he, it, he, he also, uh, you forgot one. He uh, produced the album uh, for The Firm, which was Nas, uh, Foxy Brown, and is it AZ? 
those crickets that you just heard that's, 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 was because you just interrupted me for that. That's why you just heard crickets he did, right he now. He did take a he did take an early L in his career. But, <laughs> but hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta take. We're talking an L. about wins right you gotta now. Take an L bro. To We're talking about wins. Hey, that L made his wins more special because he, we're talking about wins that can't be disputed. He could have laid talk down. About the firm, he could have laid down after the firm and his life, man. Fuck it, I I just. I, I just give up. That was a fail, but he came no back. No disrespect to going. the members. No disrespect to the members of the firm. I love you as individual artists. Is that for and AZ? I love Dr. Dre as I like AZ, bro. Yeah. I like Foxy. I like AZ. I yeah. like Nas. I like all of yeah. them. And I respect Dr. Dre as a as a beat maker, as a producer. Mm-hmm. But collectively, that project could have been better. So that's why you heard crickets, people. He just interrupted me for something that wasn't. Well, I noticed uh, you skipped it. You went straight win. to aftermath, and so I just wanted to make sure <laughs> that, that that dark place in his world, in his life, was not uh, uh, skipped past. Don't anyway, overlook that. So let's just say that this guy has one hell of a resume, right? All Would you agree with, that he has? Yeah. All right, he has one hell of a resume. So his rep is on the line right now Except because. For the he has one hell of a resume, even with the firm. Okay, Jay Z made a song called "Sunshine." Go check it out. That puts a chink in his armor too. Everybody has little L's, little minor L's that they've taken. All right, everybody does. Nas has Uchiwali. Everybody has little L's. <laughs> anyway, so this guy has one hell of a resume, and um, his rep is on the line now because his ex-wife, Michelle Toussaint has like a little French, a French twang to it. Michelle Toussaint. Mm-hmm. She just dropped a biopic called Surviving Compton. Struggle. And I think it's on Lifetime, right? Struggle, yep. All right. And um, after making Straight Outta Compton, which Dr. Dre was heavily involved, involved in, it told the story of N.W.A., it appears that she's telling the story of the other side which talks about her career and her relationship with Dr. Dre. And it's not very positive, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, let me see. Let, wait, before I get to what I saw, um, let's just talk about Michelle A just really quick. Michelle A was known for the squeaky voice that she had. I mean, it's squeaky, speaking it's childlike. Voice. Huh? Speaking voice. Her speaking voice, right. But she has a very powerful voice when she sings. And I didn't understand why that was, but apparently she talks over her larynx. Mm-hmm. And and when she sings, she's singing from the diaphragm. So she has a powerful voice when she's singing. However, when she is speaking, it's very childlike. It sounds like a kid. She actually said, I think it's like some type of condition she has. She has what? Some kind of condition she has, I think. Maybe that's... I don't know. has something related to her, her talking over her larynx. But um, not, yeah. she was signed to Ruthless Records, and she had a kid with Dr. Dre. And uh, she married Dr. Dre, and she ended up somehow being with Suge Knight. And I saw some things that said that she married Suge Knight, but then it says that the marriage wasn't... It, it couldn't go through because he was already married. And um, so I don't know the details on that specifically, but... Suge Knight was also a co-founder of Death Row Records. And I, as, if you listen to me about two minutes ago, I said that Dr. Dre also co-founded Death Row Records. So she has children with both of those guys. She was with Dr. Dre first. And um, both of these gentlemen, uh, dis- they made the statements that they will sue Sony Pictures because Sony Pictures is behind it. So these Lifetime movies, I thought that Lifetime produces these movies but apparently Sony Pictures made this one. Yeah, Lifetime, though, they just get behind anything. Like, they don't seem to have any epics or morals. They'll just go with the story just for the hell of it. They don't care who names gets ruined. And they don't <laughs> They don't care if they don't have, like, the, uh, the rights to the music or whatever. Right. <laughs> like, you know, okay. they, they did that Aaliyah thing, right? Yep. Didn't have the rights to the music. The 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 um, actor that portrayed well the the one who portrayed Aaliyah, but she was cool. But everybody else was it was just struggle. Yeah, everybody they, else was struggle. They did City. like the Whitney Houston movie struggle. Didn't have none. Uh, of did didn't didn't they do didn't they do the TLC one though? The TLC one did did they do it? Just say if they did it or not. 
Did they do that one? Because if they did that one, that one was not struggle. That one was actually really well done. I don't think they did that one, though. Okay. I don't think... If it's good, they probably didn't do it. Oh, it might have been VH1. Yeah, I was going to say, if, they, I don't know. If, 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 if it was good, they probably didn't do it. It's what it comes to. <laughs> yo, that's, yo, that's inflammatory, bro. They, they got good stuff. I will say, we talked about this on a very early podcast, how Lifetime is usually about women uh, beating, you know, getting beat by men or bashing men in some kind of way, and this one was appears to be no different. But Sony Pictures was behind this one, uh, apparently. And I will tell you this: I didn't watch the whole thing because I'm supposed to watch it with my wife. She wants to watch it together. Okay, hold on. But hold on. I'm sorry. Let me interrupt. There was one movie that Lifetime didn't do that was like atrocious and that was the man in the mirror the michael jackson story the one where he's played by flex that's the only right. one that's the only one that they don't they weren't involved in but all the rest of them they did right all the rest of the terrible ones right so i was supposed to be watching this with my wife so i haven't watched this yet but i did watch pieces of it because uh it was on the tv and i looked up and it was on i watched about 20 minutes of the biopic mm-hmm. and let me let me tell you dog about 15 to 16 minutes of that 20 minutes that I saw, I don't know if I just caught like the climax of the movie, but it was about him mentally, verbally, or physically abusing Michelle in some form or fashion for 16 of the 20 minutes that I saw. And it is definitely dragging him through the mud, bro. It's definitely, this movie is dragging him. And see, I knew... Okay, so here's what I've seen. I didn't even know the movie existed until about 30 minutes ago. And um, I didn't didn't know, you know, anything about it. Um, Even the intro, I wrote it without even looking up the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I just knew he was played by, like, some crappy actor. And sure enough, like I said, (laughs) the actor that played him (laughs) in this movie... Was known for a movie called Holla Two. I mean, <laughs> so I just knew it was Lifetime, and like, and like again, Lifetime—they just—they just don't care about anything, and they—they—they they, they will capitalize off of this, uh, you know, kind of capitalize off of the straight out of content thing, you know, even though it was like kind of a year too um, too late. But even with her. Like, you know, like you said, it's, it's, it's kind of coming for Dr. Dre's reputation, right? But the way I look at it is, I'm not sure if it really hurt it because this story is already out. We already knew about this happening. I think she talked about it. Nah, she talked about nah. it on her show. Um, uh, I think it's Hollywood Divas that she's on. Bro, bro, bro. We didn't know. We didn't know. Remember the Ray Rice she thing told that happened? It. No, 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 no. She told the story before. I mean, this was years ago. She told the story. It's, I'm it's sure she well- told a story. I want to say somebody even rapped about the shit. Um, Yo, I'm sure she told a story or a couple of stories, but she didn't have two hours of visuals to go along with it. When Ray Rice, but when lifetime, they said that though. Ray Rice... When Ray Rice knocked his wife out back in twenty what thirteen or whatever hour, year that was. Look, two hours on Lifetime is equal to about seven minutes in the real world. Okay, well, when Ray Rice knocked his wife out, whatever year that was, literally knocked her unconscious, when they were just talking about that it was, you know, he had beat his wife, it didn't seem that big of a deal. But when the video came out, it was like he really punched her hard and knocked her unconscious. That totally changed but, the whole context. But this isn't the same. When you got the visuals to it. Dr. So, Dre, Dr. Dre already owned up to it. Like, this is this is really... I mean, this stuff happened, like, in the early 90s. Like... Yeah, so, so this stuff, it is, it's definitely, like, 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. This, it, it takes place 30 years I mean, ago. It's Ice a Cube long, still long had time a, ago. Ice Cube still had his jerry curl when this was happening. Like, this yes, is, this it is was a long definitely, It was definitely a long, long time ago. And she probably told the story before, but Lifetime is a whole different demographic of people who gets to see this movie, uh, different women that get to see this movie who wouldn't have heard the stories as they had been printed. Easy E right? was still out here like banging chicks raw. I mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a really long yeah. time ago. I agree. And by the way, the casting, okay, so Lifetime gets drugged 
through the mud about their casting and this time was no different again i didn't see the whole thing but easy e looked nothing like easy e they don't care uh hold on hold on uh ice cube was a very poor rendition of after seeing straight out of compton which was done pretty well and then going and seeing this it's like y'all should have got the same actors bro straight up because it uh how how dare you even bring these people into it like i'm looking at this list of people i see mc hammer's name on here oh because she went on so i saw that part that was part of the 20 minutes i saw she went on tour with mc hammer because her her career was but uh, so okay. it's not it's it's not just okay. nwa it's not just about nwa yeah, and her getting beat it is about her career and and her career that took off because uh, she was signed to ruthless records dr dre did get her started and was trying to run her career because she was a great singer there's jerry heller i just like you yeah know, jerry heller people. was in it oh they got tashina arnold portrayed in this See, uh, I don't, I don't remember seeing her. Snoop Dogg. I'm just looking at the cast. They they drag a lot of people apparently into this. Yeah, you said they got her portrayed in it, or they got her in the movie. No, this is an actress playing Tashina Arnold. Shanika Knowles played Tashina Arnold. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, see, I gotta watch. The, I gotta watch it. No, you don't. I don't know. You don't gotta watch it. <laughs> I gotta see. With Tashina Arnold, how she? What does she have to do with Miss Chalet? I don't know. I didn't know that part. Friends or something, man. Possibly. Anyway, his rep is definitely getting drugged, bro. And (laughs) in this movie, he is beating her the entire movie. And I remember watching a Breakfast Club interview about a year. It was about the time Straight Outta Compton came out, and she talked about she had like five black eyes. She had broken ribs and noses. And that's what I'm like, saying. That's what I'm saying. It's been talked about. Like, okay, so there you go. That that interview came out. Everybody knew about it. I mean, it was just kind of rehashing the same story. It is, but this time, see, she didn't say that she got some of those black eyes and broke noses while she was sleeping. Like, it shows him coming home drunk and just waking her up out of her sleep and beating her to a pulp. I get it. I know I, I, I get what you're saying. The visual being added to it changes things. And but, the context. But it's, it, it'd be different if they were like arguing back and forth and she swung on him and then he uh, swung on her and then they had an all-out fist fight. I That'd even, be slightly different. I wouldn't even say that. I mean, just it was, I, I just accepted that he was beating her up. That I just accepted it for what it was. I didn't even care what the context was. He beat her up. He shouldn't have done it. But mm-hmm. it happened. He he talked about it. She talked about it. In my mind, it was over. It, it was 30 years ago. You know, they both should have moved on by now. And Remember what we talked about in, in the power cast? When you make, when you, when you degrade somebody's reputation, they have a couple, it puts them in a bad position. They can either say nothing or they can say something. And if they say nothing then it looks like oh it must be true because you said nothing but if you say something you know like he wants to sue now it looks like oh so you beat her so bad and you don't want it to come out you feel so bad about yourself and what you did now you want to sue her you just can't win Uh, after somebody attacks your reputation i don't know because i mean this back then he was a gangster rapper he is uh a reformed gangster rapper now so I don't think it's really gonna hurt him at all. Like, it's not like he's out here. It, <laughs> again, like the people who did business with him over the past 10 years, they all know this story. It's not like this is breaking news. Something came out that people no, don't know about him. I don't know, man. I will say that he's lucky that he sold beats already. Bro, because who are these people? his stock. His stock would go down. His stock would go down had he been in the middle of selling beats to Apple. They'd have been like, yo, you beating women now? Yo, we got to drop that price from three billion to about a billion and a half. I don't know. Like, he would have took a mean hit had this come around at a different time. She, she was saying. telling that story before that happened, though. Like, that, this all happened. That happened before the, um, um, like, the, the Breakfast Club interview. Happened. But nobody's nobody's listening to her Breakfast Club interview. Ain't nobody watching this Lifetime movie. That's not true. Nobody's watching that's it. Not Who's true. gonna care? That's not true, bro. 
I bet you more people watch like that Lifetime movie over this weekend and watch The Birth of a Nation. What do you What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> I guarantee you that. What do you think is gonna happen to Dr. Dre from this? How is this gonna hurt him? You think he's not gonna get well, deals? Come on, dog. He's no, Dr. No, no. Fucking Dre. There is nothing's right, right. gonna I happen. I get that. I get that. I'm saying that it is a chink in his armor. That's all I'm saying. It's he got been some there. dents in his armor. It's been there. It's not. It's, it's just. It's telling an old ass story. Like you were not about to. Hmm. I was about to say Ike Turner. That's probably not the best example because what's love got to do with it? I mean, he was already he already fell off. <laughs> but, Yo, everybody everybody knew that help. story. No, everybody knew that story. Yeah, that it didn't, didn't help. help him at all. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help him. So let's just say that it's not helping like Dr. Dre he, at all. He, well, he was already. I wouldn't even say on the de- decline. He had already completely fell off. Ike Turner had nothing going. Um, okay. Okay. What about? Um, Rick James. The story was told about okay. Rick James fighting Eddie Murphy and being an asshole on his couch. It was told as a joke, and, bro. And it was told as a joke. That's, yeah, that's different. True. It was told in a different light. Uh, it was told as a joke. Let me get this thought out too. I think we used Rick James wrong. Like he could have been in so many epic stories. Like in like just movies and like tv show appearances i saw him on like judge joe brown or something and dude was hilarious on there i think we missed out on opportunities rick james should have been winning out here and we missed out on. he was he was winning in the 70s and 80s bro he could no no, saying though like just like betty white came back like he could have had he could have been like that comeback guy oh like yeah, see, yeah, that's what Betty I mean. White wasn't off in the drugs all crazy. I think I think he was really. Uh, that's cool. What I'm saying is, I think he was really fighting some stuff, you know, in his life, in his latter life, where Betty White, she had a, she, it looks like she had an easier transition. Charlie Sheen into Charlie Sheen is battling drugs and HIV and stuff. I mean, what he's still winning, so. There's no reason Rick James couldn't have been. I guess that yeah, that, not saying that he couldn't have been. It's just that the way he moved, like Charlie Sheen is moving in a way where he's looking to die, bro. <laughs> like, okay, so Rick he's James, asking to Rick die. James could have been that same guy. He could have. He didn't do it and, that way though. And we could have loved him until he died. And I think it was just missed. I think the opportunity was missed. Well, so will we agree? Can we at least agree that? This doesn't help Dr. Dre in any way. We can agree that it does not help Dr. Dre. Okay. But so, but I also believe it doesn't hurt Dr. Dre. That's fine. I uh, we 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 underst- we got that. It doesn't help him. I, I, I don't, don't know. Think it hurts him either though. Right now at this present moment, it doesn't really hurt him much because everything that he's trying to do is already done. Uh-huh. He's already sold that company for multi-billion. Lifetime is trash, so. dog. There's nothing Lifetime can do. Who are these people? I'm looking at this IMDb, <laughs> this IMD, IMDb cast. I don't know anybody on here. Even the person that play, played her is just like... Yeah, dog. It's, dog. She looked nothing like Michelle. I don't even think they had the same skin, complexion, color. They didn't even attempt. They didn't try to do anything with that. Bro. Oh, wait a minute. Who is she? Oh, oh, okay. She played young Charlene and Get Rich or Die Trying Die, oh, okay. Don't you know when he, um, they were singing the song? She was I don't girl. remember seeing that movie. Oh. I don't remember seeing it, Richard Dottron. It wasn't a so, good part. <laughs> all right. So we're talking about reps, man. And speaking of reputations, the police have been getting drove for at least two years about the way that they handle their relations with the public. Mm-hmm. And they should be because their relations with the public has been less than stellar. Okay, but in this particular case, uh, the situation that occurred was the opposite of what you normally hear. In this case, there was a situation where a cop got beat unconscious by a person, by uh, a person who had broke a law. A savage. A savage. There you go. A savage, savage, if you will, will. as we define them. So just to just to brief the story really quick, this took place in Chicago. There's a 28-year-old man who crashed into a liquor store. Right. Okay, now this man was alleged to be on PCP, to be high on PCP at the time. Homie started walking off after he crashed. Police made it to the scene. Right. 
they tried to arrest homie he resisted arrest so it seemed like I, there's a video out there so go check the video if you want to see more uh from the video there were multiple cops out there and she took it upon herself to try to cuff him but as she tried to cuff both arms she got cuffs on one but when she tried to get the other arm this guy punched and grabbed this woman's hair and pulled her to the ground to where her head bounced off the ground and they say that he beat her unconscious but i think she got knocked unconscious when she hit the ground that's a little bit different but the point is is that uh she was knocked unconscious other cops tried to help and they tased the shit they tased him a lot (laughs) and it didn't appear to work at first um from the video it wasn't working that tasing wasn't working right so he was high on something all right he wasn't he was numb uh, they finally subdued him. He was a, and he in was those a pictures, you can't just use non-lethal force against a savage. Yo, savages they, don't they, work that way. They subdued. No, he was he was a superpower savage. A super like, savage, he if you will. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a super powered savage. We'll shorten that to super savage. Um, when you see the pictures of him, they beat the hell out of him. No, so like when you watch the video, it looks like. They tried to tase him, and that didn't work. And then they finally subdued him. They cut scenes to him being carried off and put into a car. But when you see his mugshot, bro, his head is knotted up. His right eye is black and blue. is closed to the point where he can't see. They got his ass good, bro. They got him good. Now, as far as the policewoman, she was beaten pretty badly, man. She was knocked unconscious. He pulled plugs of her hair out. And mm-hmm. um, just a little bit of detail about this guy, man. Apparently, he... He attended and completed cosmetology school, so he could do hair, bro. He could probably do makeup and nails. Very well, sk- cur- very well skilled, highly skilled savage, super yep, savage. Yep, super savage, right? And he worked as a janitor at a chocolate factory. Okay. Oh wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's not bad. He had he had one kid and one kid on the way. All oh, right. he's wearing all red in this video. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, and uh, those dreads. That don't, Yep, it looked like he was dreaded up. Okay. He had the savage outfit yeah, he, on, bro. He definitely okay. Yeah, I would have definitely saw him and be like, "Oh my god, it's a savage! I got to deal with if I was a cop." Right. Yep. Yep. You could look at him and say that he's a savage. I, I would say that. That would be your first impression of this person, especially after he didn't crashed into a into a liquor store and then just tried to walk off. Mm-hmm. I mean, no remorse for crashing to the store. Not trying to make sure people are right. He's not trying to stay there and, you know, man, so I'm wondering, be a man and stand up, be a man and stand up for his actions. I wonder what happened if he did the cos- cosmetology thing and he's he's working in a chocolate factory. Like, how can you be upset and angry and on PCP and you work in a chocolate factory? Man, that's like a dream job. Um, I have no idea. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't call it a dream job, bro. Um, oh, look at that! Somebody is helping. Like a uh, a good Samaritan came to help the four cops from uh, to help take the super savage down. So, I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't watch this video either. I'm yeah, not good go Samaritan. for it. I'm watching. Go ahead. All right. I don't recall seeing. I don't recall seeing uh, the good. Samaritan. Are they not good Samaritan? Oh no, that guy has a okay. No, I just I saw I just saw cops. Those are cops. Okay, so it's like and, six and they and they and they didn't shoot him. Um, so the superintendent of the of the police force he got on TV, and he said that one of her statements was that she knew that she should have shot the guy, but she chose not to shoot him. Why should she? Because she didn't. She didn't want her department or the family to go under that scrutiny the next day. So, this, I'm conflicted, bro. Okay, yeah, what are you thinking about that? Because... Yo, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted at this point. Okay, because... Okay, go ahead. (laughs) My question is, why did she know she should shoot the guy? Exactly. This is a problem, bro. Dog, this is a problem when police, policing... The upper management of police is vouching for the thought process to just go and shoot people. Well, how about the fact that they took him into custody? He's lumped up as he should have been because he was yep. because he was fighting back. He was resisting yep. arrest. However, he didn't go home in a body bag. Oh, okay. That was a kick to the head. That's that's not good. 
Um, <laughs> whoa. Okay, they about to have a problem actually because <laughs> you can't kick him in the ooh, he just, ooh, that was a knee. Dog, that's not even legal in the in, in the UFC. You can't knee right. a, a down to <laughs> opponent in the face. Uh, right. Wow. Um but yeah, he but he was Bro, taking he was taken into I'm custody. He's taken into dog. custody alive. That's good policing in my opinion. Dog, the the superintendent said that he should that she he's he's not saying this in a negative way. I don't even think he should have repeated this, but he said basically he was saying the context in which he was saying this was see y'all y'all scrutinizing us so much she knew she should have shot this guy but she didn't because she knew y'all was going to be talking about her later and y- y'all was going to put her family at risk and our department at risk and that's why she took this beating oh, what kind and of that's, shows that's the context that's the context and that's the that's the feeling that i got from the superintendent and that i have a problem with that dog does this mean that every time police get into a tussle that they should shoot the person like I thought that their job was to de-escalate the situation. He was not kill certainly, yeah, a and not kill all the law, yeah, not kill all the lawbreakers. Yeah. So I'm conflicted about this. Bro. He, he was he was certainly a handful. I'm looking at the video still now that I'm looking at body cam, and um, tasing ain't doing shit. <laughs> right, I've seen that happen before. Like so, so PCP apparently gives you superhuman strength, right? Um, I saw like on one episode of Cops, this dude was on PCP, and and they walked up on him, and they tased him. Like the cop was like steady trying to like kind of get a grip on him, and he wouldn't. The dude just kind of like kept slipping him, and yeah. he tased him, and the guy who got tased didn't flinch. He he looked at the woman that he was about to fight. He said, "I'm gonna kill you, bitch," and then he just laid down <laughs> on the ground. Dude was unaffected <laughs> by getting tased. So, um, yeah, if you so top so tip I, top I tip agree. from the corporate streets. If you ever want to go, if you gotta fight somebody or you're about to get into a, a very difficult situation, just text you about PSP. to go to war. Yeah. If you're about to go to war, go do B- go do PCP. How do you do PCP? So check this is that, out. Is that, is that is that injected or? So check this out. Uh, so I had to look it up because honestly, I was in the Dare program, but they didn't talk much about PCP. I heard the name, right. but I didn't know what it was. Right. And apparently, it's in a crystal form. You can uh, pour it into a liquid and make it in a liquid form, and you can also inject it or you can snort it. There's many ways that you can take PCP. So check this out. A low dose of PCP is about one to five milligrams. All right. These are the symptoms. So check this numbness and relaxation mm-hmm. okay so that's why he was getting tased and he wasn't feeling it. he was probably numb sounds like a good time a sense of well-being and euphoria yeah all right so numbness and relaxation if that's what you like if that's your twist okay and well-being and euphoria those are probably the two best things you can get out of pcp because the rest of this sounds terrible I'm saying, this sounds like a great drug actually why aren't no no those it? are the two best so problems concentrating Slurred speech, loss of motor concentration, uh, misperceptions of abilities, including strength, speed, and invulnerability, <laughs> odd, erratic, or uh, unexpected behavior. So you so. feel like you can run through a wall, but because you're numb, yes. because you're numb, it's all good. You could just run into it and bust your face open. And <laughs> this is that's the superhuman strength. That's the super super savage one. Right, that's Duh, that's a small that's dose. The, that's that's the low dose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's that's when you become a super savage one. So now this is the high dose, bro. It didn't say how much is a high dose. I guess anything at the five milligrams is a high okay. dose. But seeing things that are not present. Okay. Hearing things that are not there. Delusions with inflated sense of importance, high blood pressure, breathing problems, raised body temperature. Hmm. Why would you want to do anything like that? Bro? Well, because the low dose actually didn't sound too bad. I mean, like the euphoria stuff. See, I didn't hear none of the good things on this on this high dose. Right. So. Okay. Okay. So maybe maybe that's where the confusion is. You get it from the street. You don't know how much you got. You think you're doing a low dose, but you end up doing a high dose, and you start hearing and seeing shit. Right. Right. But on the low dose, you feel numb, relaxed, and euphoric. And I guess so. Problems concentrating sounds bad, and and slurred speech sounds bad, and loss of motor concentration or coordination. Is it, is it that bad? Uh, sounds if bad. If you're just sitting in your house alone, or right? I was about to say you get that same thing. Yourself? 
you get that same thing with alcohol okay now the the misperception of abilities including strength speed and vulnerability dog that's crazy that sounds like a good time to me no dog (laughs) i don't want to think that i can bash my head into the into the granite cabinet or the granite countertop excuse me and think nothing's gonna happen. I don't want to place bets See, that I can smash my head into the counter. The way the way I imagine it is like a dude saying I can run sixty miles per hour, and then seeing him run up the street like about two and a half miles per hour. Like that that duh. seems like funny. That seems like fun to me. Duh. I see it as somebody trying to pick up a stove or something, and a couple people help him up. And then the stove falls on top of them, or some stupid stuff like that. Uh, I, I just see really stupid stuff dude, happening. Drunk, like, drunk, I'm, drunk I'm white dudes be door. doing that all the time on YouTube. Dude, I it's just okay. That's true. I don't see any. I don't see what's appealing about it. But anyway, so this guy's this guy's high on PCP, and I and I admit that I don't think that they beat him too bad. I don't think that they did anything wrong. By subduing him the way that they had to, because he was resisting arrest and he wasn't easy to subdue. He wasn't easy, right, dog. Right. I mean, they tased him multiple times and he didn't feel it. Did they? But did they get I him in do cuffs? not agree. Yeah, they did get him in cuffs. <laughs> right, they did a good job. Yeah, but I do not agree with the idea that he should have been shot or or anything anything close to it. I don't like, either. Because was a cop killed? No, did I mean? Did she but, get, well, did she the, get scratched I think, up? I a think little the bit? problem is, I think the problem is, is that she was knocked unconscious and her hair was pulled out. She was in that video. Yeah, she was not. Yeah, she was knocked. When she fell to the ground, she was out. Oh wait a minute, I must have missed that piece. Yeah, she was out when she hit the ground. Um, she she her head bounced on the ground, like the video I watched. It showed it in slow motion when her head bounced when she hit the floor. Well, she hit the ground. Excuse me. Not is, she, is this her wearing sunglasses? Is this the same video? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the same one. Yeah, I missed that part. Yeah, man. I, I don't think I don't think he deserved to be shot. He didn't have a weapon. Boom. So they fought. So down. I mean, these are questions. These are the questions that I have. Oh, I thought so, she was wrestling around. She was knocked out at that point, huh? Yeah, she was gone, and he and he kept he kept beating on. I would say they never so, dragged her. Oh, they couldn't pull him off of her. Is what the issue was. They couldn't was. get. They couldn't. Yeah. So he he was he was he having had, his way with her. He had that uh, crocodile death grip on her. Right. Exactly. And I and I think he might have took her back too. If we're talking, US, I don't USC think speed. I. <laughs> he got that back, boy. It's over when you get that back. <laughs> it is right. over. You get that full amount, bro. <laughs> it's over, dude. Why she tap uh, out? Man. She trying to be tough. Nah, dog. She was unconscious, bro. There was no ref to stop it. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So on one hand, we do have a police woman that was just trying to do her job. Oh, she yeah, he's going crazy down here. Yeah, he was. On the other hand, you know, you have public people that's unarmed that's being shot. They should have bit. So him. that's what. So that's what's making it confusing. They should have bit him. But. Dude. Dog, I don't care if you're on PCP. Somebody bite your hand, it's going to hurt, dog. You're going gonna to let go. he was being tased. He wasn't being bit, though. He was being tased. They probably hit him in the neck. They probably hit him in the, under the arm. They was hitting him in soft tissue, dog, and he wasn't being phased at all. Dog, but the dude, anyway, he got kneed in the face, and he, was, he took it like a champ. He took a Muay Thai <laughs> knee to the face. So... The point I want to make is whether, yeah, she got beat and she shouldn't have, and yeah, people are being shot and they shouldn't and they shouldn't be, you know, the 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 public is being shot. But there's one thing that holds true in both situations, bro, and it's the fact that police need more tra- they need more training. You know, if you don't know how to handle unarmed civilians, and you thinking shooting them is the best answer, you need more training. And if you don't know when you should use your weapon on a criminal. Then you need more training. Wow, he's, ble- right? he's bleeding. So if, if if she says that uh, I wanted to shoot him, but I didn't because I didn't want to see the backlash. Okay, yeah, we, we hear you. But was that a time to actually shoot somebody because you was losing a fight? I mean, was that a life-threatening situation, especially with six other cops around? I don't know if he needed to be shot right then, man. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't think he did. Now, if it was a gunfight or if he had a knife or he had a bat and he was, you know, he knocked her head off and knocked her unconscious and he was good with his bat, he was looking like 
he was looking like Sammy Sosa out there, then fine. He has a weapon that could potentially harm everybody out I there. I think he's just trouble, man. He's just a troubled youth. Whatever the case may be, he does need to be in you know, jail. I don't ever say. want to see him that's in the street. That's what they always say about. Yeah, he was a troubled youth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think he's just a troubled youth. Um, I mean, obviously, that. he worked in a, a, a chocolate factory. Yo, yo, he should have took his ass to work. He's like Willy Wonka of the hood. Dog, he got a kid on the way. He should have been saving that money instead of spending on PCP. So, in no way am I trying to take him up, up for him. I'm glad he went to jail. But that superintendent that was uh, that was saying that he needs to be, uh, you know, shot. He was vouching for that. Yo, they got that all wrong. Police need more training. And janitor lives matter. Chocolate factory, <laughs> chocolate factory. Janitor lives matter. They do. Yeah, even if it means they need to be behind bars. But, yep. yeah, they matter. Good policing. Yeah, I'm glad they got them, though. Good and I'm glad that she's okay. Good news is everybody's still alive after this. Exactly. There's nobody who was shot Exactly. Dead. There shouldn't have been a shooting. This is the way it's supposed to happen. Right. He didn't. Nobody so, got shot. Nobody got stabbed. He got beat up a little bit. Big deal. He was on PCP. He didn't even feel it until tomorrow. You know? <laughs> So, right. he's good. Oh, bro, they said that PCP highs can last anywhere from two to eight hours. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so, he's good, man. Dog, why would you want to do it? Yo, what if you got something to do afterwards? When do you do that? When do you say, you know what? I'm going to take a full eight hours and I'm just going to, you know, I ain't got nothing else to do. What kind of life are you living, bro? Yeah. Anyway, I guess it was an off, it was his off day, so because I know he ain't going to work high. <laughs> well, I don't know that. It probably wouldn't be smart to go to work high on PCP. I'll I'll say that. Anyway, probably not. You intro- you introduced me to a new word that I had no idea existed. Okay. And uh, what was that? And maybe you can explain a little bit about it because maybe some listeners don't know what it is. I would imagine some don't. Um, it's actually... Uh, so I didn't get to do as much research on this as I did for the side chicken. But uh-huh. I did a little. So <clears throat> the word is uh, hotep. Hotep. Got and it. And this is used to dis- describe a person. And okay. apparently this is like a social media thing that's been going around. Uh, okay. Now, before 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 the social media, though, I would say that since you introduced me to the word and I didn't know what it was, I went ahead and GTS. Yeah. So Google that well, shit. Hold on. Right. I was gonna get back to that. This is to the, oh, okay. to the original definition of it. It's like okay, good. So hotep is an Egyptian word. Uh, this is where yep. it came from. It's an Egyptian word that means at peace. Um, gotcha. It's basically. I was gonna say, and I got that from Wikipedia, the yeah. the trusty Wikipedia, because I couldn't find much on it's it. A bas- it's basically the Egyptian was good. Now, okay. is, is that what you got, too? That's pretty much what I got. Okay. So, um, so it's morphed into um, an all-encompassing term describing a person who's either a clueless parody of Af- Afrocentric, Afrocentricity. So, wow, kind of like... parody? Sound kind of like preach from uh, Don't Be a Menace... <laughs> In South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Yep. <laughs> That's the one who was one fish, two fish. No, that wasn't him who said that. Red fish, blue fish. That wasn't him. <laughs> it was somebody else. It was somebody he met in jail. So, no, that wasn't him. <laughs> or someone who's... Wait, like, what, wasn't it one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, knick-knack, paddywhack? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what a hotel would be like, though. You know, he's like preaching to you, kind of like that guy. It's um, oh, hilarious. So it's someone who's loudly uh, and obnoxiously pro-black, but anti-progressive. Okay. So um, Hotel Twitter is the home of the stay woke, the hashtag stay woke crowd of men who claim to represent the roots of Africa um, or something along those lines, but deep down they display misogynistic um, and homophobic traits. Mm, so they're all about their brothers and sisters, but they probably have 
a couple women on the side. They got a bunch of side chicks. Uh, they don't they don't respect the the gay and uh, transgender crowds. Right. right. Okay. Right. Okay. And um, another uh, term or another definition I found on on the internet. Uh, they say they can usually be found championing, <clears throat> excuse me, championing, championing for the rights of black men while simultaneously throwing black women, black trans person, black members of the LGBT community and anyone else who is not a black male under the bus. Mm. Got it. Okay. Interesting. And so. <sighs> so. The first thing I think about is that it's very interesting that it started off to be Hotep was a very positive word, right. it appears. It's at peace. And then it was turned into something with such a negative connotation. How did that come about, bro? Uh, what? It, I would imagine why, why? like those guys, like I know they'll post like a meme about... Uh, you know, like I'll see like an Egyptian meme, like with an Egyptian queen or whatever, and it's like you know, if more black women were like this, you know, they wouldn't be where they are today, kind of thing. So I don't know if it kind of started uh, off kind of with that kind of uh, mindset, and maybe okay. maybe so, maybe so, somebody or maybe they used to greet people like Hotep or something. I don't know. So maybe it did start off as something that was really positive. But then it got into the wrong hands because you can't control how things spread. And when it got into the wrong hands, it was these people were less educated about the entirety of the subject or the situation. They just knew their little piece of it. Well, and so or, or they talked about the little piece. Well, you know, and they come off to being as preachy instead of some somebody that's trying to help people. Right. They're trying to preach to people. Right. Okay. And um, I never and this this term actually just kind of I just heard this term myself just a couple of months ago. Um, and the first time I heard it, <laughs> it was uh, on Facebook where this girl uh, made a post and she screenshotted this conversation she was having with this guy. Uh -huh. And apparently it was a guy that wanted to talk to her before, but she was in a, involved in this relationship um with this uh it's a black girl she was involved in a relationship with the white guy and so the guy says hey what's up and she's like hey how you doing and he goes yeah it's nice to see that you're no longer in mbw and she's like mbw and he's like yeah a, a negro bed wench huh <laughs> okay and, and he was referred to as being like hotep but yeah, basically, you know, it was it just seems weird. Like, that's the way that he wanted to game her <laughs> was by by saying she's no longer a Negro bed wench. Mm. But he, that, that's that sound that that's a nice greeting right there. He, that's that's a great greeting. But he's so that you want to he's talk so to. pro black and so uh, fake Afrocentric that that's what you know, that's that's the way he felt comfortable greeting this girl. So is that to say that if you're pro something that you can't be negative anything? Is that to say that, and I mean, I'm kind of along the lines. I was about to make the statement, so I figured I'd ask the question first. Because it, to me, if you're pro-black, it's good that you should, you know, that you're happy about your culture and you're for your culture and you want to move your culture along. But does that mean you should be negative anything? I mean, if you're pro something, it just seems like, to get your point across, you would do a better job if you were more of a positive person than a person spewing negativity. Right. Yeah. And so for him for him to be a person that's woke enough um, to be conscious and talk about, you know, pro-black activity to, to call somebody a bed winch is not a positive thing. It seems like those are kind of opposites right and just basically tearing her down that's not gonna that's not the way to kind of bring her over to your way of thinking that's not gonna influence her to come on your side but do they have a way of thinking these people 
who can be can who can be in the category of hotel they certainly do you know hotel brothers can can they have a way of thinking that that that's worth people actually trying to join their side i mean if they get rid of almost similar i was gonna say if they get rid of the misogyny and in in the kind of homophobic stuff absolutely i mean you can say that about any group though you can say the kkk would be yeah, I'm saying you could say the KKK could be a good group if they just got rid of the prejudice and all of the negative black hating, minority hating, and the violent stuff. They could. They be could be. <laughs> but I mean, what's wrong with that statement? I mean, if they if it wasn't for the bad things, they would be a good group. I mean, that's just, that's a true statement. But the but the thing that that makes them is the bad things. That's that's what they do. That's like the basis of their group. So we can if it all day long. I mean, if I if I was seven two. And I was fast as LeBron James. I would be an mm-hmm. NBA star. You can change. You can change your uh, um, your reputation. We talked about that. If the KKK, yeah, we talked if the KKK align themselves with like some Jewish, you know, Holocaust, you know, memorial Survivors survivor or, or something. Yeah. And yeah. they just start rolling heavy with them. They can change their reputation. It might take some time for people to finally believe that they are sincere, but they can do that. Or if they went and joined the NAACP and really start riding for like Black Lives Matter or something, yeah, yeah. the KKK could change that. They could, but they but see that's the thing that probably wouldn't happen anytime soon because the activities that actually well you're talking you know, about probably i'm just saying that it's possible you asked if it was if it was possible i'm yeah. just saying that yeah they definitely they definitely can and they and they can this is how they can do it okay they can i mean i know they're they, not they can <laughs> right they can but I'm, and, and that's that's what the question so was these hotels, that's what i was asking these hotel guys are are not as extreme as the kkk i think they're just misguided they 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 try to be pro this or pro black and but then at the same time they feel like stuff like uh what's some show empire is attacking the black man with all these gay guys on there as if that's gonna that's that's the problem with these half-ass groups it's really hard to be a part of a group especially something as prolific as being pro-black it, it takes research. It takes time. It takes learning. It takes understudying under somebody who's a good example and a good role model. But I guarantee you these guys who can be considered Hotep brothers, they're not doing any research. They're watching TV and they're like, oh, look at this. And then they hear a person or write, see something on Twitter and like, you know what? You're right. And then they start spewing it to all their friends. And it just turns into this group think project. Where nobody really knows what's going on. It's just a bunch of opinion. And people are actually listening to them. And it's it's a bunch of malarkey, bro. <laughs> I think uh, your boy, Dr. Umar, uh, could be placed under this category. So I was going to ask you that. So would that mean that Dr. Umar Johnson is in the category of a hotel brother he's definitely anti uh progress he's not he's not he's not with the lgbt community at all (laughs) is that Um, is 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 being is not being with that committee anti-progress yeah i think so okay um and he's not he's he's not uh, i don't i can't remember i can't recall what his i don't know a lot about uh, I haven't seen him speak a lot, so I'm not sure what his thoughts are about women in the community. Okay. So okay. in order to um, say that definitely, uh, I would have to hear what he has to think about women. I remember seeing a right. uh, there was a a woman that challenged him at some some speech he was having, but uh, she was challenging more on the uh, LGBT thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so. Um he doesn't appear to be a misogynistic guy, especially in all the times I've seen him on like YouTube and his speeches and his interviews and such. He appears to be for all black people. Uh, he is against um, or he appears to be against like inter uh, like interracial relationship. And he does appear to be against um, gay relationship. 
he does appear to be against that. Mm-hmm. And I believe he said his reasoning is, or my interpretation of his reasoning is, is that black culture needs to be healed. They need to heal themselves. And it's hard to make a strong black culture if you marry outside of your race and once you pass on your belongings and your wealth goes to another race and it doesn't continue you know how apt would they be to continue to help the black race when you pass on and as far as gay relationship uh how do you continue a culture going on and building a strong culture if you have uh relation if if you have a large piece of your culture and your people who are having uh, same-sex marriage and same-sex relationship. So that's that's his that appears to be his basis for his feelings. Uh, I will say that I don't it's, uh, I don't I don't I don't know the whole definition of what it means to be hotep per se because. It seems like these guys who are Hotep people, Hotep brothers, they don't they don't have a lot of background, a lot of information. Well, I told you not uh, well again, again, remember, it's I think the best way to describe them is preach from Don't Be a Menace. So remember, okay. he, he seemed pro black, but then he turned around and he had <laughs> it's probably not this. It's probably not this crazy, but you know how he turned around and had the white girlfriend and or whatever it's probably not that crazy but again he'll right. speak all this pro-black stuff but then he'll do something that's kind of like the complete opposite that's kind of destroying the, the community right okay gotcha so with that being said at least at least you take a guy like umar and he has a reason behind what he's saying and what he's doing like your boy as who, bad as the reason may be as bad as the reason has, may he, be he has a reason he has a reason. Now, your boy who said, I'm glad you're not being a, a bed wench, uh, whatever he said, <laughs> he had no, I don't, what What kind of reason could he have to say something like that to anybody, bro? I guess it disappointed like, what, what him was the that she was with a white guy. Well, if that's the case, then why he trying to talk to her then? I mean, I guess he tried to talk to her or, again, I'm not sure. Um I'm not really sure. I don't know. I'm not really sure what I, his, I would say the difference trying to do. Maybe there's a difference between, or maybe there's levels to this whole tipness. Maybe there's levels to it because I would respect more if people who have their reasoning for their opinions, I respect that more than somebody who just saying something out their mouth and then doing the complete opposite, like they're for the community and then turn around and destroy the community, you know. So, that's my thought on that. And yeah, before we close, um, I just wanted to, uh, I, I actually almost, I could have died yesterday. I dodged a bullet. <laughs> what? I literally dodged. Well, I didn't literally dodge it, but, uh, Hey, don't think it's over yet. Have you ever seen final destination? Um, yeah, that's true. coming back for your ass. That's true. You better. <laughs> <laughs> so my, uh, kids football team on uh, the other night at practice, um, they asked. They they said they needed volunteers to work at the Gucci Main concert. Okay. And this is for a fundraising effort. So basically, I, I guess like we could have worked um, security, uh, worked the parking lot, did whatever to help set up. And ext- instead of getting paid to do this, those funds would have gone to the team. Which I think is I think that's a genius idea. You know to like have parents work at something like that yep eh, maybe not the gucci main concert but um so basically what happened he's a, he's a change man he's a change he's man, a change bro. man he's good to go. and i'm not this isn't against him but as far as the people who uh are fans of his i'm not sure if they ready uh, <laughs> if they were ready to change just yet so gotcha. uh long story short four people got shot at this uh concert last night Dog, you lying. And they were talking about how it was going to be, um, you know, there's going to be Triple cops security. there. And, <laughs> and then, like, you know, like us as security lies, guards wouldn't have lies. to do anything. And I'm like, dog, I got a family. I'm not going to this. I'm like, I just don't trust what's going to happen here. <clears throat> and apparently, 
and, and okay, I'm hearing this secondhand. I don't know if literally four people got shot. I know at least one person did. Right. So, um, yeah, I, that that could have been the end of my chapter right there. Gee whiz, man. Were there security guards who got shot? I don't, I'm not sure. But, I mean, the way I imagine it is, you know, Gucci Mane is walking out the back. And um, I'm I'm working security. I got my security T-shirt. And I got my earpiece in. Just my Apple earpiece. Which they don't give me, like, a real. And then and then I'm, like, pushing people to the side. And I'm, like, right this way, Mr. Mane. And then, like, an assassin jumps out, you know. Trying to and this was in, this was this was in St. Louis. Yeah, this is in St. Louis. And then assassin pops out, and then like I jump out like on bodyguard and like take the bullet for him. That's mm. that that, that could have happened, but it didn't. How much you getting? How much you getting paid for that gig, bro? I don't. It was volunteer. <laughs> what is free? I told oh, you. Hell no. Nah. You you didn't hear me saying that it was for the. Yeah, yeah I heard yeah. the volunteer part, um, but I forgot. I mean, I no in my in my in my dream, yeah, I would still be like a volunteer bodyguard, but you know, I'm taking my my taking my job all serious, like extra serious, and like I said, I got like the uh, um, got the shirt on, the too small shirt, and I got my glasses on, and I got the earpiece in, but again, it's just my Apple earbuds because I don't got like the real security earpiece, and yeah, I could have died so. Thank goodness that I was too scared to go to the Gucci Mane concert. No, thank goodness that you knew who Gucci Mane was and you knew the crowd that would go out there. So you were well enough informed that you decided to make an informed decision that, you know what, Mm, maybe I'll pass this time. Because there's some people who would have heard, oh, he's a rap star and we get to do security. I'm there. Yeah. Now, if it was like to do like some I don't know I would have did there's a lot of other things I would have done um, but nah not a Gucci Mane concert like if it was like some meals for wheels or something or just anything I don't know I would have yeah done. man four shot at Gucci Mane concert in STO at the Ambassador wow <laughs> see oh, so I could have did the morning stuff that probably wouldn't have been that bad but that would have been actual work you know they would have been wanting us to like put up tables and bring in speakers and junk and I, I'm, I wasn't about to do that gee whiz man yeah good thing you uh you played it safe bro yeah you made it so you did dodge a bullet I don't think the Grim Reaper is coming back for you per se mm-hmm. because it wasn't something that like there was a two cars in front of you but that would have been your car had mm-hmm. you not it stopped at the light you know and whatever that that's that right there is dodging a bullet. This one you just made an informed decision to stay safe because you had a family. And some of the parents did actually go and do that, and they were all late to today's game. So they had Why, a good time. They were with injured. No, I think they were just they, drinking and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that maybe you know they were injured or something oh, because maybe they got shot. <laughs> but um, <laughs> all right. You can be listening to anyone in the world. But you're listening to us, and we definitely appreciate that. You know what that radio was like. It's boring. It's repetitive. You have a brain. Your brain is important. Stop letting it wither away while you're driving to work or while you're cleaning up your kitchen or while you're folding your clothes. You need to listen to the corporate streets because we have that food for thought, and we're inviting you to come eat with us for free. All right? You know Jaren and I have another podcast. It's another corporate streets production it's called the power cast you could be corporate you could be street regardless of the mentality we know you want to control your life you want that power we are giving you the tools because we're reading the 48 laws of power by robert green we read it we ingest it we give our interpretation of the book and see how it can be applied to your life all right and we also suggest that you go get the book for yourself or the audio book because it's just a great listen. It's good information. This book is interesting to us. Our power cast is dope. So you need to go and check it. We drop it every single Friday on iTunes and SoundCloud under the corporate streets. If you want to talk to us about reputations like <laughs> the denting of Dr. Dre's armor or 
the demise of Samsung Mobile, or if you just want to holler at us about Hotep Brothers that you ran into. Maybe you want to talk about your views of the police and, and their relationships with the civilians. You can hit us up at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That is the corporate streets at gmail.com you need help handling the situation you can drop us a line because you know who we are we are the advice connoisseurs we need you to go to itunes we need you to go to soundcloud we need you to comment we need you to rate and we need you to subscribe we have a facebook page the corporate streets podcast and do not forget the twitter handle at corp streets you know what you're listening to this is the corporate streets podcast This is the podcast for people who are conducting private and possibly controversial business on a Samsung Galaxy Note 7 burner phone because they (laughs) self-destruct. Peace. What? (laughs) Yo, who knew that technology would bring us burner phones that set themselves on fire, bro? (laughs) They self-destruct, dog. Like... It's like a go-go gadget phone, dog. It's the ultimate side chick phone. It's the ultimate side chick phone. You just have it set to self-destruct when your main chick picks it up. Right, exactly, dog. Like, you want it to (laughs) spontaneously combust, dog. Dog, it had a picture of Two-Face, dog. I picked up my my husband's phone. (laughs) I picked up my husband's Note 7, bro. (laughs) There we go. Peace. We out.